All right, trucking news with Ruth Ann. What do you got today in trucking, Ruth Ann? Trucking only, remember that. Keep it trucking. I do keep it trucking. Cool. What do you got? Okay. Um, I'm sure everybody's seen that Midlands, Midland, Texas has um, the mayor has gone insane with tractor trailers right now. Okay. Go ahead and tell me about it because actually I, I, you know, we were in Kansas City this past week, so I mm-hmm. didn't catch up on everything. And I actually, I don't even know about the mayor. What In, in Midland? In Midland, yeah. That's out where the oil field and all it is. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's evidently got a hair. On his hiney, because he, as of October 1st... I'm going to be real polite. Excuse me, I'm cutting you off, Ruthann. <laughs> the term is not hair on your hiney, it's hair up your ass. That's, well, the, that's the term. I was he got a hair up his ass. I was trying to be polite, and I was going to say one part of it, and then I changed my mind and tried to just say it nicely then. <laughs> yeah, and for all you prima donna <laughs> truckers that don't like me cutting her off, I don't give a... <laughs> I don't... <laughs> So, anyways, yeah, it's hair up your ass. Okay, well, he got a hair up his ass. He's okay. What? Why? Well, um, starting October first, the uh, Midland Police Department can now issue tickets, parking citations, at five hundred dollars a pop for parking where you shouldn't. I mean, what the hell's in Midland to begin with? But oil fields. I mean, well, here's here's what he did. No, he just totally got everybody angry that has to survive in the trucking industry because he decided to go along on a route with the police department and take the uh, film crew with, um, a news crew, and they were going past a Walmart, and he made the comment of how disgusting those tractor trailers looked in there. So upon that, the council for Midland, Texas, made a rule that starting October 1st, any truck that's parked anywhere that's not... Um, specifically for tractors, they can get a $500 fine. So his his idea on how to solve the issue is every trucking company that does business in Midland, Texas, should buy a piece of property, like go together and buy a piece of property so their tracks, tractors can park on it without having to worry about a citation. Nice. So what's the mayor's name? Do you have that? I do. Um, it is... City Councilman J. Ross Lacey, L-A-C-Y. And, and, you know, we I just assume everybody listens to our show. So um, this message is to you, Jay. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I do understand if there's certain areas that, you know, trucks shouldn't be parked. I mean, let's be honest. Well, that was the, I'm sorry, I, that was the, the mayor is Jerry Morales, but that was the councilman that made the comment. Okay, but the mayor is also in on this, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so the two of them are together. I don't want to, little... I don't want to pick on, you know, the, the wrong guy. No, the, you could pick on both of them. Okay, so here, this is just a take on this, all right? So the mayor's name is? Morales, Jerry Morales. Jerry Morales, and the councilman's name is? Lacey. Lacey. All right. So, look, I I understand there are certain areas that big rigs should not be. Residential areas especially, okay? Um, there was an incident here in Texas last year, in Houston, if you remember, where it was a, a neighborhood where they had a lot of bobtails that would come in, and even one guy had his reefer. He would pull in there. And they were waking up little babies at 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, mm-hmm. letting their trucks idle outside people's apartments be honest with you that's bs drivers should have more respect but i suspect this guy's a jackass 
Okay. Yeah, and it had a lot to do with the fact that uh, the residential areas, too, were like they were always able to find tractors in the residential area. But because this, the councilman um, with the local news crew made the, Lacey called the trucks just completely disgusting, is what he had said well, see, on uh, the me, news. Well, let me just address this one thing, because I, I try to stay neutral and, and give credit where credit's due. Okay? I get the residential thing. You know, mm-hmm. when we've never taken our rig and tried to park it in a residential area, we always parked it at either on the farm or we parked it over at the diner, mm-hmm. okay, where you were allowed to park trucks. Except for the one time we parked, you parked across the street, and Hootie had to help you get out. That was when you well, hit the no, ice. No, well, hold on but a that second. That was the only time I ever went in a residential area. Ruth Ann, I had permission to put it on his property. No, you did. You did. Well, this is all, you've got to follow me on this. Okay, I don't follow you sometimes. I, I know you're not. <laughs> you, you, you thought it was hair on ass instead of up <laughs> ass. Okay, so I, that's what I'm trying to explain this to you. Now, listen to me for a second. I had permission to park my bobtail in that parking lot that mm-hmm. where we used to live. Yeah, you did. I'm talking about where you're not, uh, where it says no trucks in residential areas near houses mm-hmm. where they don't want the truck. Respect that. I right. mean, let's be honest. Respect that. Okay. Now I do get like when you live in big cities, it's almost impossible to. When we used to be in recruiting years and years ago, like ten years ago, and we worked with that one company in Pennsylvania, they had like a a local position in New Jersey, in different cities in New Jersey, you couldn't find a guy that had a place to park his truck. Mm. You got to feel this is a problem. Truck parking is a problem. These people don't realize they have to solve this problem of getting our, our trucks parked, mm-hmm. okay, especially in cities. The, and, and to be honest with you, it shouldn't be, let's get a parking lot and charge truckers. It should it should not be. Well, that's, that's what, um, there's a... a a uh, uh, businessman, uh, uh, what is his name? James Lamb. He's a president of Small Business and Transportation Collation. He sat there and said that it was absolutely unreasonable for the two of them to think that that would even be a proper solution to it. He said it's uh, absolutely unrealistic to expect everyone on those trucking companies that does business in Midland purchase property. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, hey, listen, listen to me, listen to me. I, I just want to address this, Okay. It needs to actually be solved across the country, truck parking, mm-hmm. okay? But when you look at trucks and you go, that looks disgusting in the Walmart parking lot where there's a truck or two parked, to be honest with you, you might be a douchebag. I, I, believe, mean, he, I believe he is. Well, and, and, and I'm serious. It sounds like this guy's a, a real idiot. Well, I mean, you know, if you unreasonable, wanna... an unreasonable idiot. Right. And, well, he did say that. And, and what people got to start coming to the realization of is truckers... Okay, we're working. We're a working class. Okay, our job is to live in that truck. That truck's got to come to our area. I believe, I believe there should be a mandatory piece of lot or land, depending on the size of your town or city, that each city lotted. proclaims as this is where all the trucks are going right. to be parked. Lotted for because then you know there's enough of them. Lot, absolutely. Do you know how many cities own land? Yeah, look, that's what I'm you know, look at look at Jacksonville. It's like one of the largest cities in the in the United States. People don't realize that Jacksonville, Florida, it reaches out like two three hundred miles. The the zone the uh, entering the city limits. They got thousands of square miles yeah. of just trees where they could, you know, cut out a giant parking lot and and create. And I'm telling you, this is something that that 
it should be done in a mandatory way. Uh, President Trump, if you're listening, listen to this pod. This is the truth. This is a major problem that should not be should not be a burden on the truck driver. It should not be. No. Absolutely not. Here, here's in fact, the trucking companies. Look, if the towns don't want to do it, then you trucking companies. Okay, first off, truck drivers are not making the money they should because they're you know who you know who always honestly takes takes it in the I, I shouldn't say it that way you know who, the little people you know who, the little the guy the working class the one that busts their rump to do what you needed the, them to the, do and, and that's just that's predominantly the way it really is yeah the guy that that is the hard worker he's the one where the BS falls on mm-hmm. so these trucking companies somebody should be responsible for the truck parking absolutely should be not on the burden of the truck driver. I'm just telling you, it should not be. And and that this guy out there, he's one of the clowns that should be should be coming up with a solution, not a freaking punishment, you dumbass. You, th- these guys are the ones bringing your food and exactly. bringing your clothing and bringing everything that's, that's in your freaking house. The trucker brings you, and you're out there trying to, ill. that's disgusting. Well, you know what? How about this, dummy? Uh, how about we just not bring you anything and let you have an empty house and starving kids? What would be more disgusting? In fact, I find I find tractor trailers absolutely gorgeous. Okay, from sitting around. I agree. I mean, especially like a lot of them, they're so nice and you know they've got nice and shiny chrome on them. They're beautiful trucks. But you know what's more beautiful is the fact that what they're carrying is everything that we need to do anything with, and the fact that. They said, okay, well, let them buy a piece of property. You know what? The piece of property that you just said condemned because the building's fallen down, take it down, fence it up, let that be a truck parking lot. You know what I mean? There's so many of those things that could be happening to where they can. The cities can provide it because there's so many different areas where, um, you know, that particular city block or whatever you want to call it might have... Uh, buildings that are falling down or no one lives there anymore because they moved out of the areas, you know, where it's, it's, there's so many of them that they could just do that with. So it was, it was pretty ridiculous. So this lamb, he said, um, we don't have to say, don't go to Midland. We don't have to say that. He said, all we have to say is this is what's going on. And so you don't want to, you don't. And so you do what you got to do. Couldn't say that. Well, I, you know, I, 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 to be honest with you, when, when people come up with a punishment instead of a solution, right. it's, you know, you actually say to yourself, how did you get your job as the leader of this town? How did you get your job? As you know, it, he sucked too much gas fumes up. And let me tell you, it's, let me, gas, it's a gas. It's one of those oil towns, so he sucked too much oil. Here's what here's what you gotta here's what you gotta come to the realization of. First off, ninety percent of the people working in your resident area are truckers. That means you just made ninety percent of the people think you're an asshole. Yeah, you want to get revoted, right? Well, this is what I'm getting at. <laughs> and and listen, for you truck drivers that live in Midland. Vote, 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 register to vote, and vote this clown out of there. That's all you have to do. Vote this clown out of the area. In fact, the people the people that live in those areas, they're all related to truckers. Midland has to be predominantly truckers and oil field workers. It can't mm-hmm. be much more of anything else because there's nothing out there except rattlesnakes and cactuses. So if you're that stupid to alienate... 90% of your town, you deserve 
to be ousted. In fact, can you impeach a mayor? I wonder if you can impeach a mayor. I'm sure you could. I I don't know why you couldn't. I would form a coup, and I would try to impeach anybody that did that. Because to be honest with you, it's just... I actually am surprised at this. I, I'm really, su- I'm very surprised. I believe me. I know a lot of people hate trucks being parked here and parked there in South Carolina or up there somewhere. There was a big stink over, uh, um, you know, trying to get truckers out of here and get truckers out of there. Guys, the problem ain't just going to go away. You're not just going to say, okay, we're going to find you. You don't understand. You'll, you're going to create the truck drivers to do something drastic, meaning. Maybe boycott you or ban or stop running to you if if they know. Hey, every time I go to that town, I get a fine. Guess what, dispatch? I ain't taking that load. I'm not going to deliver to that town because there's nowhere to park. I run out of hours in Midland, and guess what? I get screwed. So no, I'm not taking that load. Next thing you know, your rates go up just in Midland. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you you wouldn't think that that could happen, but if enough people stop doing it, do you? I don't know if you have it on your news this week, but you had mentioned last week the Indiana toll mm-hmm. is, it, it, remember, it went up 33 or 37% just for truckers. Mm-hmm. And so I seen it literally in, in CDL Life or Live Trucking, one of them, and there was a couple of people that reported this week that the Indiana's in trouble now. Because most truck drivers are saying, "Screw the Indiana toll road. You're gonna, you're gonna like find me. You're gonna, you're gonna punish me. Nobody else." Cars, nobody else has to pay a higher price. Guess what? They're all staying off the toll road. Mm-hmm. It could ha- this could happen in Midland. Yeah, it can happen if truckers band together. And, and look, I am never calling for a strike. I'm never saying let's go punish and beat somebody up. That's not what I'm doing. But what I am saying is, if if somebody wants to push us, we can push back. Exactly. Well. <laughs> It's ridiculous to even come up with that. Like I said, there's plenty of areas in Midland that that can be zoned off for just truckers that they can actually provide that for them as a service. They probably would get like some kind of tax break if they did it. You know, he would be more known as the great mayor if he would do something for the truckers instead of banning them like well, that. Well, if you're, especially if you have a town that's predominantly truckers. Exactly. Like, you know, all these oil field companies they that move, are hiring, yeah, the you know where they're there. sending guys? To Midland. Yeah. Like, everybody out there is a trucker. If you don't like truckers and you're the mayor of a town that really employs mainly truckers, you, you might want to go be a mayor somewhere else. I'm mm-hmm. serious. Maybe, you know... Somewhere out of the country. I mean, I, honestly, I don't even. How stupid! All right, it's very stupid. You know, we're beating this up. Listen, that this—that's just a re, that's a ridiculous article. It, it is. Really it is. But you know, Midland vote vote them out. So, anyways, the next topic. Vote. That's good. I like that ending. Vote them out. Vote. That's how you. That's how you really are heard in this country. Get together and vote. 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 Okay. So. This didn't happen in the United States. It happened in Scotland. I got to cut you back off for a second. Speaking of Texas, did you see all the voting machines are flipping votes from Democrat to Republican and Republican to Democrat? No. No, both parties are going. I'm not kidding. It was reported in like a lot of district district. You're having a hard time, too. Yeah. But anyways, this has been reported. It's on the actual. It was on Fox how uh, Democrats were saying. I, I was voting all blue, and it, and it flipped me to all red. And Republicans are saying, I was voting all red, and it flipped me to blue. So so anyways, if you go and you try to vote this guy out in Midland, you might vote him in if, if the damn machines ain't working right. Go ahead. Just, just go and, 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 and go out with the, the, you know, like a strike. You know how you have the, 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 ban- the 
picket and stuff like that. Just yeah. do that out in front of his place and just tell him to shut up. You know, eventually yeah. he'll get enough. I'm not. I'm not. I, see, that's why I'm not looking to give the guys a dress out or anything like. that. I don't know his address, but I, I know it's what I'm saying, But I'm, I'm not looking to do. You know, I'm not looking to call for any kind of ignorance. And he's probably but already getting enough hash back at him. I, I'm just saying, vote the guy out. He don't. I'm telling you, vote the mayor of Midland and the councilman. Get him out of there too. What was that councilman's name? Lacey. Lacey. Lacey Morales. La- yeah, get the, get those guys out of there. You, the voter has the absolute power. Go okay, ahead. Okay, you went back onto that horse. You know. I'm on back on the horse. Yeah, let's get you back off. So in Scotland, I'm sh- I'm sure someone had to see this and felt bad for this poor guy, but he was uh he was hauling some um, jaguars and some ran- Land Rovers. I seen it. <laughs> He topped them all off. I guess the ones on the very bottom were okay. Were okay. Was it a train trestle he went under or something? He went under a bridge, just a low bridge, yeah, yeah. and he totally ripped the hoods. He, he made every one of those vehicles uh, convertible. Uh, convertible, yeah. yeah but, but can you imagine that? I, I mean, the only reason I'm really bringing it up is, is because how much damage this guy did on, on... It wasn't just your standard Chevy or Ford. They were high-end... Oh yeah, exotic, whatever. I, look, yeah, vehicles. I know if it was me, you know, the thought of never driving a truck again would be going through my head. Okay, but also being fired for now, I'm famous. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's. You know what? One of my one of my biggest fears was when I first got my, you know, class three or whatever it was before it was class A CDL, low bridges. Oh yeah, I was paranoid of it, and, and and all truckers know their first time going to New York City. I believe you're on the BQE, which is the Brooklyn Bro- Brooklyn Queens Expressway. I think you come to Atlantic Avenue or one of them. It says twelve six, and you're thirteen six, but you fail to realize they measure from the hub up. So everybody, go, you can keep going under. I was on the CB. Oh my god! Oh my god! And everybody's like, "Oh, don't worry about it, kid." Just keep going. We all, in fact, he's. They're all like, "Follow me. We're all as high as you." You know. I still came almost to a stop. Literally, I was like, "Oh my god!" I was. So I can pr- imagine. I mean, it kind of. It's 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 like, yeah. it's one of those where they try and make you, you, you fake you out. You know, like, how well, psych. You know. Well, New York is almost like Midland. You know, <laughs> 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 Anyways, um, it says your Range Range Rover Sports and your Jaguar F Pace might have some really good sales going on. In yeah, Scotland. <laughs> I would take one. Why not? <laughs> um, you got something else in trucking? I do. I have a couple of other things. What do you got? Well, Carl, our trucker on Survivor, on, on is still Survivor. there. Yep. Oh, He's awesome. still there. So. How, many, how many weeks is that for Carl? I think that was his fifth week. Five weeks in a row, Carl's still going. I'm not sure if it's I five would, or not. I, but I think it's like 20, 24, or 25 episodes. Really? Mm-hmm. That's like 12 on each. There's 12, I think there's 12 candidates on each team. So how many episodes is it total? I think it's like 24 or 25. I actually you mean, don't know. Probably sure. more like 12. No, because only one gets booted out a day, a week. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's a that's a long season. Yeah. So, so it goes like 25 weeks? I thought so. Wow. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll keep double check, but yeah. you know, I never really actually looked into it like that. Yeah, so he survived so far. Yep, he's, he's well loved. All right. Yep. Good, good job, Carl, man. You know what? We, I, I, we should get an air horn. You know, I, actually, when we first started the podcast back in 2015, we used to have some sound effects on mm-hmm. and people would write in, they go, great pod, love, love the topics, love everything. Get rid of the sound effects. <laughs> and one was an air horn. Burp, burp. <laughs> we could give Carl some air horns. Burp. Hey, good job. Burp, burp. <laughs> All right. Anyways. 
Um, the air one. What do you got? Uh, one of the other things that um, is going on right now is really the tr- trucking identity theft is going on. And what it is, is it's cargo theft. But what they're doing is they're taking on the identity of carriers when they go in to take the cargo. Oh, so, and I actually heard about this like two, three years ago. Yeah, it actually has been going on for a long time. So they dre- But they're, they're getting more, um, because everything's online, like your brokers, online brokers, that's where it's going really major in for. And then all the different changes that are going on with the DOT, with your-, your can, you, can you imagine that though? Yeah, that's, got, okay, I get that, trucking identity theft. So you now dress your truck up like the rig that's supposed to go in? No, no, what they're doing is- um, some of these, they're, they're, they're going in and they're acting like they're these, bro- you know, the brokers, like a more like a, an owner operator would use a broker to go in. So the people are not realizing it's not the correct person evidently coming to pick it up the load that are doing the broker online. The other is here's what they're doing. They're going on the DOT, um, website and they're, they're, they're going into companies and they're changing the information like addresses, phone numbers or whatever, and putting them in there, like their phone number or their address or something to that effect to where... So when they go to check them out, they, they can see that they actually are the company where, right. when they're really not. Exactly. Wow. So well, here's, here's, what, here's what I'm thinking. Just imagine the gonads on the guy that's willing to pull in with an 18-wheeler and go, hey, I'm the guy picking the freight up. Well, see, what a lot of them are is, is, is they're bobtails, and they're coming in and just grabbing the trailer already loaded. Yeah, but you said they're... It, I, okay, I get that. But there has to be some kind of... Uh, something transpiring between the truck driver and the company. If yeah. if they're going to the extent of, of of fake IDing themselves, they're driving in, going, "It's me. I'm yeah. here for it. Well, it's, check me out." It's, I mean, it's easy for them to do it because they're pretty. Has off. anybody has anybody been caught? Yes. That's it. I that's what I was getting at. Yeah, they're getting caught. They're getting because they're getting brazen. Would so you, they're getting caught. DOT and the, and the I don't know what they're what they're called, but it's basically like the specialists that have to deal with the identity and stuff and the tractors and stuff. They're saying what you need to do is um, go in. DOT gives you a a four-letter or a four-number pin that you go in there, and they said periodically go in there and make sure your information is still up-to-date and correct. That way no one can take it. Um, That's one of the things that implemented that pin number is because of all the identity theft that was going on with these carriers. but what they're doing is they're they're coming up with like fake bill of ladings, you know, like everything is just all they're they're going to the broker site and they're printing. And they said the broker itself is a fake one. The care the driver could be fake. Like there could be three different people working on this at the same time. Yeah, I get that. And it's all fake. And they said, do you want to know what the biggest ones they are? Please. People that are that are employed or were employed in the logistics and carrier companies. So it's people that are really familiar with how they do it from beginning to end, and they're creating these. Oh, fake these ones. are people that were in the logistics industry mm-hmm. that are now thieves. Yeah, and and they said that the uh, biggest ones are basically food and refrigerated items. I'd be willing to bet that that the uh, the ones that are behind the scenes aren't in the truck going in they probably have it's just like it's no different than the guy that is dumb enough to take and i by the way i just read this i think i think i read it was either five or ten thousand ahead if you're smuggling illegals oh you there was a hundred and some just were shoved in a tractor well, that's what i'm saying you're street. getting i think the average guy is getting between five and ten thousand per head on on illegals now 
like you said, a hundred. So maybe the guy got a hundred thousand dollars, but when he gets caught, he's going to do life. Maybe if anybody dies, and he's also going to pay a bigger fine. All I'm saying is that's no different than these guys that are making fake, you know, doing the fake things. Mm-hmm. The the guy, the trucker. God, I, I feel bad for our crowd. <laughs> the mm-hmm. trucker that's going in to pick up the illegal aliens, he's a, he's a dumbass, just like the dumbass that's willing to go into, like, Nestle's or Mars or, or Cisco or wherever and say, I'm really the trucking company here to pick up your freight, sir. Mm-hmm. Here's the bill of lading. Mm-hmm. Some, some smart penny loafing jackass is handing him the bill of sale and going, okay, now go get him, right? And mm-hmm. don't tell him if you get caught, don't tell him who I am. I'm telling you, you got some smart ass brain behind the scenes orchestrating this crap. Mm-hmm. And then you got some trucker that's being tempted by a little extra cash. Yeah. You know, that, well, guys, it's not worth it, man. Well, here's what they're doing is, you know how they always have like little sting operations? Well, they have a, what's called a sting trailer. It's a trailer that's all set up with cameras, microphones, everything. And they're now going to start using them as decoys, you know, get it all fully loaded where the, in the areas that are, it's a high um, carrier theft. um, Yeah, so if you're going in, you might be picking up the cops instead of freight. Right. Oh, you might have the freight in there. But it's already tracked. It's it's like it's like a if you go to rob a bank, it's 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 all tracked and, and everything. Ink, what is it called? Ink pack. Yeah. Well, yeah. the trailer that you know that might because you know most car you know drivers you check your cargo, so it might open it up. Yep, my cargo's there. Shut the doors, not realizing that there's cameras, there's microphones, there's a GPS on it, everything. So they're gonna they're gonna catch you as soon as you go away. And they're get, you're gonna lead them right to Mr. Big. Mm-hmm. You know that that's because that's who they want. They don't want really the dumb trucker. He's only like he's just like the street dealer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They want the supplier. They want the brains behind it all. And you know what? I I applaud law enforcement when they catch these. Je- Do you realize the the theft in this country? It 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 is a big impact on wages and prices. Mm-hmm. It really is. It it makes price. The, these guys that are stealing. It literally makes things go up every year. Mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons for inflation. Right. So I applaud when, if you're Mr. Big listening to Talk CDL right now, I'm going to applaud when you're up the river. I mean it. I'm going to applaud. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you should be. You should. You, you, you know what? You brought stuff on today that was angering me. If, I think it was just you. I don't like that Midland guy. Honey, I, I think you. it was just you. You're just in an angry mood. I'm just. Uh-huh. I just kind of fueled it a little bit. I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Midland. The Midland guy got me really ticked. And now. Well, and now these guys that are. You know what? People are going to steal, but. I hope to get caught. I'm, I'm, I'm going to drop that. Okay. On to the next horse. Go ahead. Let's go. Okay. In Norman, Oklahoma. Norman, Oklahoma. Yep. Two people decided they'd get a little smart. And um, they had a tanker. I think it was a tanker. Actually, I don't even know for sure what it, what kind of tractor it was. But the tractor itself in the passenger side fuel tank, they had it filled with 1,200 pounds of liquid meth. Nice. Oh, it was four point four million dollars street value. Nice. Where did did they say where they picked it up? I'm always curious about. No, that. No, they didn't say where they picked it up. They just said that the officers, they, I guess they kind of like were just decided to do like a random check on this particular um, 
truck. I'm not sure, but it had 1,262 pounds of liquid meth in the passenger side diesel tank. I wonder if they had a dog to sniff. Do you remember how um, when we were, we were, I, we used to run for that pig farmer mm-hmm. and we used to run what was called red dye. The fuel was red. Mm-hmm. It was non-tax fuel mm-hmm. that they had right there on the farm that they pumped. Right. Cause it was on the farm. Right. And so every now and then you would get pulled in and they had these like four foot tubes, glass tubes. They'd open your tanks up. It was like a turkey baster almost. And they would suck out the fuel into that tube to look at the color of your fuel, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And if you, if you, cause a lot of people run, uh, you're not supposed to run certain areas. I think if you're a farm, you're only allowed 150 mile radius, something like that. So if you get caught red fuel more than 150 miles away from your domicile, you're, you're in a lot of trouble. And there's a lot of people out there that use that red fuel for other things than they're supposed to. It's track. It's farm tractor fuel is what it is. So I'm just wondering if this guy with the coke got pulled in and they were checking for red dye. You know what I mean? And, I and they were like, "Hey, this this fuels pure white." It or just, I don't even. I, it I have just, no idea. It just well, it was what, liquid meth. What, what, I'm not what, sure. What, was it just clear? Right. What color is liquid meth? And well, know. put it this way: it Black did, maybe? I guarantee it didn't smell like diesel. So either a dog smelled that or. It just said that the it just said the um it just said that they the this drug um and violent crime task force conducted an investigation Monday morning on a semi truck in the parking lot of a hotel. So it might have been an area where there was a lot of different maybe drug running and they kinda just kept watching it and watching it and all of a sudden they just, you know, happenstance having this tractor come in and they're like, hmm. So you think the cops were watching it and they were going why the hell does everybody keep walking over, handing that guy money, and then sniffing the gas tank or the diesel <laughs> fuel tank? What, what's what's special about that diesel that they're sniffing it? Well, what I can say is, thirty-six-year-old Enrique and twenty-one-year-old Jasmine were just stupid. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, now it's a lot of stupid people on the pod today. Yeah, that's definitely. Midland mayor <laughs> and the councilman. Go ahead. What else you got? Um, there was a driver. That um, in Erie, he uh, it was all across people. Um, the cops were looking for a driver um, of a of a tractor because this lady jumped out of his rig and ran basically naked to a nearby place. He kidnapped her, raped her, and um, where was it? Beat where, her. where did where did this happen? Erie, Erie, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, did they say where they came from? Um, well, they didn't say anything about where she particularly came from, um, but he was, his, his, his name is Jerome, his CDL was out of um, Mississippi, but he did live in Erie at one point, so he worked for a company that was out of um, Sarver, Pennsylvania. So The reason I ask is because once you go across state line with somebody, it becomes a federal offense mm-hmm. versus a local offense. So, and obviously we're over the road truckers usually. I'm just wondering. Do you remember uh, that one company we worked for? I won't say names on this one. But do you remember years ago, years, when I say years, I'm talking like 10, 15 years ago, this uh, lady we know hired a driver for this company. And the driver was in Alabama, he was out of Alabama 
And he kidnapped, he went and kidnapped some lady and had her chained in his truck. And he was like four or five states away, raping her, you know, just torturing the woman. This Mm -hmm. went on for like a week or two. And finally, at a truck stop, a couple of good truckers heard something in the truck while he was in, uh, you know, eating or whatever the case is. And like the truckers broke in, hit this guy's truck and rescued her. Well, it turns out this guy, believe it or not, uh, he's he's some for some reason he's in a Texas prison, okay, doing like five hundred years. But they've also linked this guy to they think about a dozen serial kills. Mm-hmm. They've been investigating this for a while now. Not many people know about it, okay? Well, you just put it out there, babe. Well, it's, it's 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 out there, but nobody's gonna know. Nobody really knows the name. But the bottom line is, this. Well, I guess they could probably look up about a a, a trucker caught in Alabama or from Alabama. That, but you know, you do your own homework on that. But the bottom line was, you know, they because I had talked to the investigators and they said. Once you cross that state line, it gets worse for you. So. Well, I'm not sure if he, if I know the U.S. Marshals were involved in it. Yeah. And they were looking for, but you know, the reason I brought it up is because if you're out there and you have like a little psychosis where you think you just want to grab some woman or man or whatever you want to grab and, and try and take her into your truck or him or whatever, there's video cameras Everywhere. That's how they got the guy. We're trying to save all you future ladies out there. Well, I'm just, you know, I mean. No, hey, you, we're against violence. Listen, Ruthann, remember on the last couple pods ago, we said we were, and we're still trying to get it done. We want to kind of get educated on the, the yeah. trafficking mm-hmm. so that we can put a pod out and maybe a video out on, because a lot of law enforcement are now working with truck drivers in, in groups and teaching them how to spot you know, somebody that's in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that? What was that lady's name? Smart? Was her last name Smart? She's the one that got kidnapped by the cult in mm-hmm. Utah. Mm-hmm. She walked around in public for like almost a year with these goons and never cried for help and never tried to run away. And, and so this is a lot of people think, oh, I, well, hell, as soon as I hear someone yell, I'm going to go help her. But they don't yell most of the time because they're afraid. Mm-hmm. So what the law enforcement is now trying to teach is, they There's give, other symbols, s- signals. Signals, right. They give off signs, and maybe they're trying to give off signs. Unless you don't, unless you're looking for what a victim normally will do, I guess they have a pattern that a lot of them have tried in the past that they've spoke to law enforcement. Well, I was trying this, and people weren't getting it. But now people will get it because we know what to look for. So watch for Talk CDL's episode that's going to be coming out hopefully by the end of the year lord willing mm-hmm. on trafficking and how to spot someone that's really in danger that's almost acting normal mm-hmm. that's that that's what you have to learn not the person that's screaming we all we all know that person's in trouble mm-hmm. it's the person that's not saying anything that's literally so scared that you almost think they're just a part of those people but they're really not right yeah right um, there is the TA is, um, the TA Petro is donating because of veterans. They're going to donate five bucks for every, um, oil change that you do f- with the mobile deflac. So, um, 
It's from now until November 13th. And if you do that, you get a hat that's called um, Folds of Honor. Is this for the, the what we're talking about for the cause of... Like you said, they're donating five dollars. What are they? Yeah, for for Veterans Day in honor of oh. Veterans Day. Oh, to, for Veterans. I'm sorry. It's called Folds of Honor. Oh, cool. And what they're doing is they're the the money the the TA Petro is going to donate five bucks up to a total of fifty thousand dollars to you know in honor of Veterans Day to these. And what they do is the money that that they earn is going to the veterans and so forth to help them out. Get your old chains there, T.A. Petra. Yeah. yeah. And then... Um, they usually give a decent deal anyways. There's an, another thing that's called Truckers for Troops that um, they're going to start November 5th on taking donations. They're kind of in with um, OIDA, and what they do is they make, when you want to do your membership with for, them... For OIDA? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They give a percentage. They drop the, the price down, but they give a percentage then also to these this cause called truckers for troops awesome and what they do is the money that they they receive goes for troops across seas and stuff that are in um war and so if they give packages and they they get stuff together for them and they donate to that and then they also use the money also for the veterans and the um homeless and so forth in the areas so that goes off for another thing too so you can always look that up and if you want to be able to just donate without being part of an owner operator you can call OIDA at 800-444-5791 and tell them that you're going you want to donate towards truckers for troops and they'll head you to the right direction awesome you got anything else in trucking are we done this is i got one more thing that i'm going to say it's a statistic it's a stat it's a stat a trucker stat yeah and i was actually pretty surprised with it when do you ask you quick when do you think most accidents happen in a tractor trailer when do you what time of day do you think they mostly happen oh you know, if I'm guessing, I'm guessing dusk and dawn, right there at dusk and dawn, when the sun's going up and the sun's going down. What's the answer? Hmm. What's the answer? Well, between noon and three. Really? Mm-hmm. Between noon and three? Most truck accidents occur between noon and three. It seems like most truck accidents would happen when more, they, everybody would think, oh, when it was like rush hour, or like you said, when the sun's going down or something to that effect, but yeah. it's a surprisingly, it's actually midday during the week. 65% of truck accidents related to fatalities occurred between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m., with the highest percentage of deaths during this time occurring around three noon and noon to 3. It's like right after lunch. That's really, I mean, I, I'm just trying to make sense of that. But in fact, when do we hate going to a restaurant? Between one and four mm-hmm. in that time, because that's usually the dead time. And the reason we hate going to a restaurant at especially two, three o'clock is because your waitresses are the absolute worst there is. They're back there counting their money from their lunch tips or talking on their phone. They don't have a lot of customers. Therefore, they're not really on the ball. I'm telling you, that's the worst time to go to a restaurant. So we always try to go either in the evening or around lunchtime when it's busy and they know they got to hustle. Mm-hmm. And you would think that would almost be related to all things because if restaurants ain't that busy, you would think that the highways would not be as busy with all that activity. But you're saying... I mean, numbers don't usually lie unless it's the Texas voting machines, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, seriously. Do you want to know what day most accidents happen? Um, it, is it, it has to be Monday through Friday, right? Because truckers are home on the Saturday and Sunday. So I'm going to say 
Maybe Friday because they're rushing to get home. Thursday. Thursday? Thursday. Most truck accidents happen on Thursdays. So here's what you, you drivers got to know. Okay, this Thursday between noon and 3, um, be super, super extra cautious because that's, that's when your highest probability of an accident is going to happen. The numbers don't lie. Mm-hmm. And it's truth. I, I, I would just like to know the reasoning behind that. Why between noon and 3 on a Thursday is most truck accidents? Well, it says here 83% of fatal truck accidents occur Monday through Friday. Most right. of the fatal truck accidents, 18% of them occur on Thursdays. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday each showed 17% of the accidents. So Thursday's just a percent more. Yeah. But still, it's a percent more. But this, but still, the time noon. It to three. said um, also trucks tend to travel at higher speeds midday than during heavy traffic hours when speed is prohibited by heavy congestion. So that's probably why they say it because. Oh, so they're going faster in the lighter traffic. Okay, now that does make sense. That does because, like you said, at other times of the day, traffic. Well, actually, traffic is not bad from about eight o'clock in the morning till eleven. That's another short period. But you're saying most are between noon and three. That's that's the least amount different. of truck accident fatalities, which they're saying right now is like eight percent, occurred from midnight to three a.m. Yeah, it's because that's when most of them are not driving. Nearly. Or is this a percentage? Nearly eighteen percent involved in truck accidents during this short three-hour window lost their lives. Nearly set. Nearly twenty-two percent were injured. Only 13% of the crashes involving other vehicles other than the trucks happened during this time. So, Wow. That's how high it is. That is uh, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and just so everybody knows, there was, you, you didn't put blame on anybody or causes of accident. You're just saying the accidents themselves mm-hmm. are this is when they occur and this is what the results are. That's inter- it's interesting. Anyways, let's wrap this thing up. You got anything else? You got any advice for Midland? Vote. Vote. Vote, Midland. Vote. Vote. Okay. We got any other advice? Be safe. Be safe. We're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord. Hey, drivers. Ruthie Ann here. Pick up the phone and dial 844-292-8999. If you're looking for a company with new all-automatic Kenworth T680s with APUs and fridges, this company offers lease purchase and company positions. Again, dial 844-292-8999.